welcome to the River Mindset Podcast. It is episode 10 and today we'll be chatting about how to start where you're at. I don't know about you, but I have found myself in countless situations where I want to start a new habit, a new hobby, a new health goal. I start off really excited and go 100% only to fall off the wagon and beat myself up, feel discouraged and disappointed that I couldn't keep the momentum going. If you relate, you want to stick around for today's episode. I'll be diving into why we give up, how to start where you're at, and how to propel forward step-by-step without feeling that overwhelm, discouragement, or disappointment. As I mentioned, I've felt this countless times and have picked up tips and tools along the way to help for a more effortless transition. I hope at least one thing resonates with you today. Well, hello there. My name is Kimmy, and I'm your host of The River Mindset. The River Mindset is a business I started in May 2020 with a desire to bring wellness, a wellness approach to mindset and movement. This podcast is an extension of discussing mindset tips to how you can become the healthiest, happiest, and most healed version of yourself in this chapter of your life. I can feel the tongue twisters already starting to happen. Apologies in advance. I'm so excited that you're here and part of this community and can't wait to connect. And you can do so on Instagram at The River Mindset or on a TikTok at The River Mindset underscore. Send me a message and let's connect. Okay. Have you ever had that feeling of getting really excited and motivated to start working towards something new? Maybe it's a new hobby or within an existing activity you already have. Maybe it's to cook, learn a new language, go socialize more, uh, or you sign up for a nature walk club. You start full guns blazing, ready, committed, and you've invested mentally also until something pops up, your motivation fizzles, an unexpected life happening interrupts, you've lost the excitement. So you quit. You don't show up, you give up. You tried, you feel like you failed. So you don't try again. It's all or nothing. Nothing at all. (laughs) To be honest, I've had someone close to me saying they've observed me doing this as a pattern. And again, to be honest, as much as I initially wanted to be in denial, and I was in denial for, for so long, they were actually right. I would have this habit and tendencies to start off really excited about something and um, committed to something only to fall off the wagon when I felt stuck or I didn't see progress in a shorter enough amount of time or I would feel discouraged because I felt like I wasn't yeah, progressing quick enough or I was comparing myself to other people. I could only admit this when I was ready to acknowledge this part, my part in this pattern. So why and how do we end up here? Why do we give up? Oh my gosh. Excuse me. My voice. Why do we give up and hold ourselves back from starting where we're at and going again, picking up where we left off? Let's break it down into two possible reasons that I think that are at the top. Number one, we set too high expectations for ourselves. And number two, We don't allow ourselves the grace and time to suck at something before we get better at it. So number one was we set too high expectations for ourselves. We can do this often because we're inspired by someone or something that may have been the catalyst for us to start this new hobby, habit or health goal, whatever. We see the end, their end or wherever they're at, but we're at the start. We can often get excited by starting something, thinking we will reach a certain destination sooner rather than later. We get impatient. We think after four days, after three weeks, why don't I see any results? Why am I not there yet? I'm not doing enough. 
I'll never be able to get there. All those kind of ruminating thoughts. When we set too ex high expectations for ourselves, we'll often tap out. We don't like the feeling that comes with not reaching that feeling, goal or standard sooner. Guys, to be honest, we are so impatient. We are living in a microwave generation where things come and change so easily. We have this immense privilege that we have things at our fingertips, literally, with fast food, takeaways, social media, Netflix. And examples, these are examples of instant gratification and also instant distraction. Dr. Caroline Leaf says that people usually give up on sticking with a new habit the most after four days and at the 21-day mark. But for something to become a habit and a new neural pathway, it takes 63 days to rewire a new neural pathway. That's around two months. Those two months don't have to be a big, a go big or go home motto. It can be a progressive, messy and realistic standard for ourselves. And a lot of this will have to do with our self-talk in the midst of us trying and trying again and starting with where we're at, which we'll talk on a little bit more later. The other reason why we tap out is because we don't give ourselves enough grace and time to suck at something. I mean, who wants to suck at something? Who likes the feeling of sucking at something? Uh, honestly, I really don't think anyone likes that feeling. But it is a part of the process. And I know for me, I hate that feeling. But we may give something one chance, one month, one year. Why do we put a cap on our growth? Yes, it may be to work towards a goal. But when we don't have the systems within that, we will most likely fall off the bandwagon. Um, we put a cap on our capability, we put a cap on our commitment, we will never be able to rise above the limits that we set for ourselves. Oh, I just made that up. That was off script. Okay, there's a theory that I've been hearing a lot lately, which is delayed gratification, that we may suffer now, but it's like planting a seed, knowing that we're going to be a fruit or an investment. Uh, we're investing in a promised plant or fruit tree or whatever in due time, but for a portion of time we're going to just keep feeding it consistently making sure we're nurturing it so it doesn't die r.i.p to my plants i did not feed my plants consistently but you know what they are resilient things and a lot of them have bounced back a lot of them have sadly uh not returned and uh, yeah <laughs> moving on so now we've talked about two common reasons as to why we give up and hold ourselves back from trying again. Now let's move on to how we start with where you're at. Okay, so again, whether you're starting fresh with something new or you're picking up where you left off with an existing habit, hobby, activity, health goal, whatever, how do we get back up when we may be feeling like we've just, we'll, we'll just rest and never start again or we'll just, you know, lay in a pity party or feel super down about losing momentum. So here are my top two tips. Number one, don't try to change everything at once. Start small and start consistent. I have also been there and done that with going cold turkey, absolute ham on new habits or hobbies. And often it has not served me well. I remember I signed up to do this half marathon for charity years ago, maybe in 2016 or 2015. Around then I haven't, I had not exercised regularly for about a year. But mentally, I was still fit as I was from when I had stopped exercising. So mentally, I was ready and I was able. Physically, I was so not. So without research, I went full guns blazing, training from zero exercise to 100 without any slow progression in between. Please, if anything, learn from my mistakes because 
I got very injured from overtraining and increasing training way too fast. I can be competitive and I was running with my two friends in a park at one point early in the days when we were training for this half marathon and I, being competitive, wanted to be the fastest. Even though it was our first run training together, hello ego, hello pride, hello injury. I also went to Pilates and my thighs were so, so sore. I was just in trying to get as, far, uh, get as fit as I can, as fast as I could. And it was just not, not realistic. I was so sore sleeping. I couldn't walk on a downward slope. I had to go see a chiropractor, a physio. I spent years trying to heal this injury, seriously. It was silly, uneducated, and I was prideful. I remember going out to a birthday dinner with friends during this time. And my friend Ash literally had to hold my hands, hold me up to walk down a downward slope because I was in so much pain. I could not walk like downstairs, down on a on a downward gradient. The purpose of the story is do not go all guns blazing. Be realistic with where you're at and with how you can start small and start consistent. Research what's involved with this activity um, you're starting and be progressive about accumulating slowly over time to increase your training or consistency, whatever. It's likely when we go all guns blazing, we'll also go cold turkey. Number two tip is something I mentioned before is to be realistic about the facts involved. Do you have time? How much time do you have? Set a goal, but also set your systems to help you. Find what works for you with the time that you have, the energy that you have. When things don't go according to plan, it's super important and helpful to remember and remind yourself of the realistic nature of what you're doing. This can be true when you add a new hobby or new habit into your life or you move to a new place or a new job. It's going to take time to transition. Our bodies and minds take a while to adjust. So we need to be, it's, it's so normal and it's nothing to beat ourselves up about often though it is something that we do, we beat ourselves up for not being this perfect being that can't switch from a new city or a new job effortlessly. You are doing great, for example. <laughs> I started going back to the gym and I used to go three times a week at 6 a.m. two years ago with um, our dance crew, Yada. We were ambassadors at this gym and um, we were training a lot together and I don't know how we did it because one of the boys, he was still at school, head, uh, deputy head boy. Um, and the other one was just out of school and going into full-time work. So, and I was working at the time, but, you know, that's where we're all in very different places, but we're all committed to training because we were, um, we were leaning up to dance competitions and this training was really good cross-training cross for us. Anyways, that was a tangent that was not on script. Last year, the, the moral, what I wanted you to get out of that is that we used to go, I used to go training three times a week at 6am two years ago. Last year, I went three times, maybe around 7am, but you know, with COVID, things were kind of funky. And this time starting back, I'm doing two sessions a week and will maybe increase as I adjust back. I am doing quite a bit of other physical, physical exercise outside of this, either teaching dance or with dance training. So this is what's realistic for my energy, time, schedule and health. I do not want to exert myself um, especially as I'm just starting back I get to set healthy boundaries around what I around how I manage my time energy and health and I hope you find something that works for you with um, what you value but also last but not least 
the third point, how do we propel forward step by step without feeling so overwhelmed, dis discouraged or disappointed? My top tip is to be aware of your self-talk. Honestly, I got called out on this recently by someone close to me and it was humbling. Um, a lot of why I was feeling low or anxious or worried or negative, unconfident, incapable, um, was not because of other people. It was not what I was doing. It was not because of other people's expectations. It was because of my own self-talk. And sure, those other things could have had an impact, but I ultimately had the ownership and responsibility to pick and choose what I allow into, I guess, my my thoughts, my mindset, and what I believe about myself. Um, I was not aware my self-talk was so negative. I was speaking to myself and over myself in such a poor way, but really it's such a game changer when you start to just progressively change this and become more aware of this. Integrating this into your journey, um, you'll start to feel more excited and be okay when things don't go to plan. You'll be, you'll notice yourself being calmer um, in challenging situations. It of course won't be perfect. Uh, you will still slip up and you will be reactive. You know, we are not, again, I've said this in previous episodes, but we're not robots. Um, we we're still healing from stuff and we're still you know we have emotions and triggers but awareness to your self-talk is the first step and then it is reframing those thoughts and being realistic with what's come coming up in your mind and assuring yourself your efforts are valid and celebrated well that is us for this week as ronan keating said life is a roller coaster just gotta ride it I don't know why I picked out that lyric, but it just seemed fitting. It will have, life will have its ups and downs, unexpected twists and turns. We might pause and rest somewhere to then plummet into a scary situation. But like a roller coaster, you trust that you'll be safe, that it's exhilarating. And at the, at the end of the ride, you'll feel the adrenaline. Have enjoyed it, hopefully. Scream if you must. Take some friends with you. Let go. We start where we're at knowing that you can start where you're at. It doesn't need to be any prerequisite. There doesn't need to be any high expectation. There doesn't need to be fear of not being good at something straight away. There doesn't need to be assurance of what everything looks like. When you jump on that roller coaster, you don't know what twists and turns may come until you get on. You don't know what it will feel like until you get on. So jump on. Take a step forward, buckle up, and enjoy. If this helped you in any way, you can help me by writing a review or sharing on social media or sharing with a friend. Every bit of help like this helps to push this podcast forward to more people that it may also resonate with. Until next week, my name is Kimmy, and you've just listened to another episode of The River Mindset.